2: What's happening? Happy Hump Day! Hump, 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 hump. We almost there, Nate. We almost at the end of the week, man. We almost at the end of the week. Hump Day. Yeah. Live view, live look at those videos from <laughs> Plaza in front of the Ford Center where the high today is 90 <laughs> degrees. Right now it's 86 <laughs> degrees. That is Nate Newton. Kurt will be with us shortly. He's doing some real, real, wow. real good uh, Kurt things, interviewing he will be with us shortly. I am talk Jesse. About ED. No, we're not doing ED today. He's, <laughs> he's doing some stuff for, for DallasCowboys.com. Uh, I am Jesse Holly. Together, we are hanging with the boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. Shannon wanted me to tell you guys that he's recovering well from his BBL surgery. Uh, That thing is thangin'. He cheeked up. He double cheeked up now over there. So, uh, Shannon, continue to heal from that surgery, man. And uh, when you get back on your feet, man, throw that thing in the circle for us. You feel me?
3: Yeah. You you good? I'm good, man. This is a beautiful day. And, Jess, man, just take it where you want to take it because we got our offense. The Dallas Cowboys', Cowboys offense. offense, not yes. ours. Yes. Versus this. so ride, right, man. I mean, yeah. you got no, like absolutely. you got something on your mind today. No, man, you got no. a smile on your face this today. This segment
2: is brought to you by Wingstop, <laughs> where flavor gets its wings. No, I'm 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 an offensive guy, so right, I'm right. always excited about offense. But right. as this thing begins to evolve, and we're starting to see this offense play differently. Okay. We can give credit to Kellen Moore. We can give credit to Mike McCarthy. He came out two weeks ago and said, "Hey, I'm going to get with Kellen Moore. We need to be smarter as a whole and how we do things. So I'm going to get with Kellen Moore to make sure that we do that." And it seems as if, if that's happening, yes, it's working. Right. Cooper Rush has been playing solid football, and I know people want to make this quarterback controversy because yeah. he's won two games this season, right. a game last year, so he's three and zero as a starter. Right. Uh, but when you start watching this team offensively, I start I'm starting to see things in this current iteration of Cowboys offense that I that I didn't see with the Cowboys. And I'm not trying to pick the two together, but what Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy has done for Cooper Rush, if you go back and 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 maybe this happened because of lack of playmakers or receivers, Right. but when you look at the personnel, I don't I don't have all the numbers. Kurt will be here, he'll be able to find them for us. Yes. But you know, being able to see that this team is playing a lot more two tight end set, uh, a lot more 12 personnel, 13 personnel. I mean, they, they've they made an absolute effort to say that we're going to max protect or give them a lot of help and protection to allow Cooper Rush to have these passes and plays develop down the field. Now, even the plays that develop down the field are not deep plays, and that could be because you don't have a guy <clears throat> like Michael Gallup.
3: Mm-hmm, yes
2: who's not a part of this offense currently. Um, We'll get more into what he said about his ability, you know, from last week to this week and why he didn't play last week. But the more I watch this offense, Nate, the more I begin to see that they've done a a really good job of saying we're going to protect Cooper Rush better and we're going to make Cooper Rush have one, maybe two reads in his progression. And I almost think that's – Take your time. Take, take, take your time. You've you gone away, Big New World to go. <laughs> take your time, Jesse. I almost think it's unfair to Dak Prescott.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And I get it. You give him $40 million and you want him to open up the world and you want him to do all the different things. But in the same respect is you knew that your offensive line – wasn't the best, and yet still you still try to do things as if it was. Three per, three wide receivers and 11 personnel and seven-step drops Spread it out. Spread it out. And, you know, ultimately it cost you. It, it it cost your quarterback being hurt. Now, it didn't cost you in games because you're 2-0 since he's been hurt. Right. But what if they took the same approach with Dak Prescott and saying, we're going to protect you better, we're going to do two Tight ends. We're going to be in more 12 personnel. We're going to be in more situation with 13 personnel and only give you the ability to just go ahead and just make the read and throw the football. Like they used to do. Like they used to do. And I
3: used to sit right here and I used to be like, when is that going to take over? You know what? Watch Tampa Bay. Watch Green Bay. And their quarterbacks, without being told, will bring in them tight ends sometimes. Mm-hmm. They will motion and change it to a run sometimes. All they're telling this young kid, and he's not young, six years in the league, Cooper Rush, these are your two plays. Choose and go with it. And and I said that after the first game. I said, what is the difference here? You, you put it in a nice way, saying, hey, he don't know as much as Dak or he-da-da-da. But the bottom line is, even I heard some people on our flagship say, when they ask Dak, how is, is he learning anything? They say, nah, I'm, it's not that I'm learning anything. It's just now that I'm seeing how simple the game is. I've been making it a little bit too hard for myself. Get this right, get this right, make the perfect. Only thing you want to do as a quarterback, and you tell me if I'm wrong, you've been closest to those situations, is don't be in the worst play. Mm -hmm. You can all – it's hard to be not in the greatest play, but don't be in that play that gets you a loss. Right. And so I think Dak has put a lot of pressure on himself to be this great, not only leader, but to show the world that he can pass all over the place. You don't have to do that. All you have to do – when I say I want the rookie Dak back, the rookie Dak just wanted to win the game. Yeah. And I'm not saying he don't want to win the game now, but he's putting so much pressure on himself that – it, it 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 makes him hitch. It makes him look like he don't know what he's doing. Well, he's overthinking the game. And I think when he come back, it'll be so simple. Now, my question Barring to you: Barring injuries to other positions,
2: now, what makes? Because this is it—the first time he's been hurt. Yes, right. He, he had the ankle injury. Yes, sir. He had the calf injury. Yes, sir. So, what makes this time being out and having to watch? your backup play, because Cooper Rush was his backup last year and won a football game, and then we went to the bye week and he was able to come back uh, after some time for that. What makes this time different than the other two times when he had to sit and watch and wait for his turn to get back on the field due to injury? Was those not his thoughts then?
3: When when he broke his ankle, it was all over. I mean, you you don't really care about that thing is dangerous. Mm-hmm. You don't really care about no football. What you care about is getting back, rehabbing, getting yourself to the point where you can throw a football again. When he, hurt his, when he hurt his calf, he really wasn't out but one game. You don't have time to think and look. He's had time to think and look. Two games give you opportunity to say, hmm, because the good guys, the guys that care about this game and care about their team and care about how they're presenting themselves – going to do some self-evaluation. Mm-hmm. And now the losses. The loss was so bad against Tampa Bay that it made everybody put in – got everybody in check mode. From the COO of Stephen Jones, because that's who I heard say, C.D. Lamb, we got to pick your game up. From the head coach saying, we're going to go over the uh, – Roster a little bit longer, the playbook Your roster, playbook, the, the, the play yeah, sheet. a little bit, yeah, a little bit longer. So everybody kind of got pointed at and called out. So now you on you on check now. Everybody's on, we checking the box not only on our quarterback, but we checking it on our offensive coordinator. We checking it on our supposedly number one receiver, which I still think he's gonna be a fi- he's gonna be fine at that. So everybody's on check, bro. So
2: now, do you fear? <laughs> Because now you're talking about uh, Michael Gallup. Presumably will come back against the Commanders this week. Michael Gallup came out this week and said, the reason I did not play last week was mm. mentally, wasn't physically, mentally I was not in a place where I felt comfortable to play. He said he saw uh, what happened to Chris Godwin in, mm. in Tampa Bay and was saying, I just want to make sure that I'm ready. And he's felt like he wasn't ready last week. Now, maybe that may change this week, and he may feel like he's ready to go. But when you get Gallup back and when you get Schultz back and and now when you come back in here, whether that's Peter as, uh, uh, Peter's at left guard and Tyler Smith is rolling, my fear is does this offense – and you get Dak back – does this offense revert back to what it was initially? Because now – because here's the thing. Noah Brown has played – Admirably. I'm not gonna say he's right. just he's he's played admirably. Right, right, he he right, had right, a right. really poor game in the first game, had a decent game, uh, he had a really good game a in the second game, and had, had a, a decent game, game yeah. in the third game. Right, right? right. So he's played admirably. He's played like a an NFL number three four receiver. Right. But when you add Michael Gallup to the mix, now you're talking about having your one, your two and your three, and then whatever Jalen Tolbert is going to be for this team, four. Is Washington going for the year? No, he's 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 just got cleared to run, so okay. James Washington's got cleared to run, so right. it'll be a few weeks okay. before he okay. gets back. Okay. But now you have this one-two punch with Pollard and Zeke. You, you, you've you you've committed to this running game. Right. The offensive line seems to be okay. They know what to do with them. They know how to they, use them. They they're know not how the to great use them. wall. They're right. not what we were in 2016, right. 2017, but they're okay. When that comes back, do you continue on this chord of hey, we're taking profit. We're 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 gonna take we we're gonna we we're, we're gonna take this profit. We're gonna take these one two read passing plays because that's essentially what happens when you when you are in this twelve personnel type situation. And your two tight ends are mainly in there to block, so now your your reads become either the X or the Z or the checkdown.
3: This is what. This is what. Uh, I want to say this right because I've liked, even against Tampa, I've liked what Coach McCarthy, his 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 attitude, his demeanor. I've loved it because he's not changed. This is where you look at your quarterback in the eye and say, uh, several plays we're going to call and we need for you to just stay with it. I don't care how great a quarterback you become and what you see on the field. Sometimes the coach is going to say, we're gonna make a few calls and we need you to stay with it. See, when you most quarterbacks when they're young and up until the eighth, ninth year, until they get to that Tom Brady status, or until they get to that 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 status of what the guy is in Green Bay, they're gonna always change from a run to a better pass play. Because you get more yardage if you're successful. Well, even the greats start to realize Tenth year, eleventh year. You know what? I ain't got to throw this thing all over the, the field to win this game, and that's what Dak got to see. Sometimes let's stay with this run, if if it's the right run. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all Dak got to do is just go out, be that rookie Dak that did what it take to win games. If if it's if it's changing the play. Make sure you good. See, when you change your play, make sure you good. That read you see, it can't be, oh, I thought it was there and it left me because you change the play. Right. So that read you change to, it's got to be there. And you got to be ready to throw that ball there. So that, that's all I see. And that's all I've been saying from the first week when that kid, I say, man, Jesse, yeah, Jesse and I told to him Isaiah. Hey, look like he's getting the ball out a little quicker. Look like well, it's because he got less responsibilities. Well, we in the second week, okay, we gonna use that. And if he have success, win, lose or draw in this game, and he looks the same, it's some questions gonna be asked. Not of me and you doubting Dak, but of can the coaches say, hey man. Let's run with this a little bit.
2: And to your point, Nate. Right now, Kellen Moore. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Cooper Rush is the second fastest quarterback in the National Football League yeah. of getting the ball out. Tom right. Brady's at 2.4. Right. Cooper Rush is at 2.46. Right. So he's not too far behind. But again, that comes down to hey, I'm going here. I'm uh, that's that's where I'm going, and we're right. gonna make this easy. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come on back. We're gonna talk about this. Uh, why I keep I gotta make sure I don't say the the other word. The Commanders, Commanders. defense. This once feared defense. Has kind of not so much been fearful anymore. That 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 vaunted defensive front has kind of been a little bit shaky. Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio. We're gonna talk a little bit about that and, and how the Cowboys can attack uh, that defense. Stay right here with us with hanging with the boys.
4: I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket, so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team.
0: SeedGeek has your back, no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too.
4: And talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today.
1: Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find this at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo quiero, yo quiero guacamole.
0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run.
2: Welcome back to hanging with the boys on this marvelous hump day Wednesday. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain, the Blockchain.com. Also, Game Day Minicamp. Join former NFL players for our first Game Day Minicamp. Presented by Invisalign. Drop your kids off at Ford Center on October 2nd from 1130 to 330 while you watch the Cowboys take on the Washington Commanders for, uh, from your favorite restaurant in the Star District. To register for your football camp, visit dallascowboys.com slash academy. Drop those little, excuse me, drop those little rascals off, man, and then go to, uh, what is that over at D. Lincoln? Mm-hmm. Dean Lincoln is pretty good, man. It's pretty yeah. good. So, Cowboys taking on the Washington Commanders this Sunday. Noon game. I like noon games. We get in. We get out. It's, you're not here all day. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. yeah. If, if, those that don't know, a lot of times you got to get here a couple, an hour or two before you actually go on there, then actually be on air, then watch the game, then be there after, and then finally get home. So, those noon games, we get in early, we get out early. We it's get the home sun. by nine. The sun's still up. The sun, well, not after the noon games.
3: For me, you're about nine because we do the pre and post.
2: How long is the post game uh, show?
3: Yeah, we may get on about
2: 738,
3: but it just depends on what the big shows, want the big TVs gotcha. want to do. So. I got gotcha,
2: you, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, we get it in on my show. We get it in, <laughs> we get up out of there. We get, up, <laughs> we get up out of there. But there was a time that this Washington commander defense was thought of as being not only one of the best defenses, defensive fronts, In the NFC East, but one of the best defensive fronts in all of football. Mm -hmm. Now I get it. You got you know Chase is still dealing with his situation, but you had guys like Sweat, and you had the the
3: DeRon Payne,
2: DeRon Payne, Jonathan Allen, the Allen boys. You know, now I don't know what happened, but I remember last year when we played them, they got into a little bit of a little fight. They got into a little scuffle (laughs) on the sideline, and it was and, and rightfully so. As men, you can't point your finger in my face and tell me anything. Right, right. That cost me at one point in time in my life from someone putting their finger in my face telling me something. So I get it. I understand it. I understand how that goes. But it seems like from that point that this defensive front has not been what they were in the past. Right now this defense is 28 in yards and 27 in points given up. I mean, that's bad. I mean, you're you're talking
3: 27. about seven point three points a game.
2: You're talking about being in the the realm of the worst in the National Football League when this has been a strength for this team. They've been searching for a quarterback for a long time, and they've been through all of the Heinekees and the Fitch Magics, and uh, uh 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 now they're with Carson Wentz. This defense has been the the cornerstone for this for this team, and that just hasn't been. The answer for them this season, Nate, it started, Jack Del Rio is the defensive coordinator. Ron Rivera, who's a defensive you know, head coach, you would think that it would be better. What is? What are you seeing on film that's kind of made you shake your head and saying, man, they, this it ain't what it used to be?
3: they still flashing. Instead of being a dominant front that moves forward and gashing on the pass and the run, and playing like an offensive line, like we gonna make, we gonna play on your uh, side of the line of scrimmage. They they flash. I mean, you see, Deron Payne a flash. Number uh, ninety three, Jonathan uh, here just flash. But you know, between the two of them, they don't have one sack. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, a couple of quarterback hits. Uh, you would expect more from a guy like Deron Payne, drafted number one for them in the year, you know, eighteen one. He was. 2018, he was one. The kid Allen came next year, you know, as a one. You know, you get Montez Sweat, he comes in 19 as a one. Mm-hmm. You you are not developing. You are not taking it to the next level, and that 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 got me kind of nervous because normally the Cowboys, normally if one of our division opponents in the East is playing bad, and need to try to get themselves going, they got enough talent. Right. You know, uh, we've seen this talent do what it need to do. And and then they got uh, uh, Jemion Davis, J-M-I-N. Yeah. Jemion Davis, he's 21-1. They got like five first – and I ain't gave you the best one young who's hurt. Mm-hmm. They got five number ones that have shown to have great ability – individual ability, but they don't play as a team well.
2: They do. Um, now, brother, you play for Jack Derrio. I, I, I play, play with Jack, Jack Derrio. De 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 yeah, like, I mean. What is he, aside of his aside of the comments that he made earlier in this year? And I don't know if that's maybe a factor, right? right? He, he had the whole January 6th comments that come right. out. And maybe, you know, you, you've had some guys come out after that and go, I don't really care about none of that. Can he help me coach football? Right, and so some guys may have internalized that. Could that be a thing? Could Jack the real may not be reaching the players because, to your point, when you got five first round picks on your defense, that
3: can play. That, that can, can play,
2: play. It should be different. Like yes. your your defense should be in the conversation of what our defense is. Yes. When you got five, and you're talking about five. Pieces that that can move, that can change games. Yeah. When you have, when you got defensive linemen like that who can create and and disrupt an offensive uh, uh, performance because they're just whooping D linemen. I mean, offensive linemen left and right. When you got linebackers, I mean, you got good, you got good cornerbacks. You know, everything you got, you got good players at every single level on your defense. You should be able to almost kind of perform as if we're performing, saying, yes. "Hey." Carson Wentz, we don't need you to do to to, to 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 turn water into wine. Right. We don't need a miracle. We don't need you to feed five thousand with with, with the sardines and, and and biscuits. We just need you not to turn the football over, and we're gonna take care of the rest. They only got
3: one interception, no fumble recoveries. Uh, the third down rate that's pretty good. They, only thirty percent versus them. You, how do you function? How, how do you go to bed at night? It's somebody got to take leadership of that defense and say, "This is what we need to do." They run a four-man front, so ain't ain't no natural gaps they're like in a, in a, in a three-four. Right? They 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 got the front covered, and that's one of the challenges this week is our ah, center and guards gonna have their hands full if these two horses decide to play Payne and Allen if they decide to play up front. We're going to have our hands full, and then we've got to attack the outside a little bit more, which we've been doing. Uh, but, Jesse, I'm telling you, and, and, and this is the killer for me. And a lot of people don't buy into this the way I do. Whether they on the road or at home, they average averaging 32 minutes of offense. That means your defense is fresh. They have no reason not,
2: not to, to play. Be, yeah. So let me ask you this question, Nate. When you're When you're the Cowboys – and you're riding a two-game winning streak. Um, you defeated the Cincinnati Bengals, who mm. won the Super Bowl last year. The Giants were one of the last three undefeated teams in the mm. league, and you defeat them. And you're feeling kind of good about yourself, right? Cooper Rush got some confidence. You know, Tank, he's he going to do his talking. He got right. three sacks in a game, and Mike is going to be Mike. I mean, there there is a bunch of confidence that is oozing throughout this locker room. As a coach, is this one of those games – where you say to your team, as Bill Parcells used to say, don't bite the cheese. Mm-hmm. Because you at times, I guess it's human nature, can look around and go, okay, we thought since he was going to be a real challenge, we beat him. The Giants were 2-0, and but they were a scary kind of team. They could, you know, you could go either way, mm-hmm. but we beat him. Right. And then you go, after the commanders, we got the Rams, we got Philly. Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champions, which is going to be a good football team, and then we're seeing what Philly's doing right now. Is this that game where you... Uh-uh. And you exhale a little bit because you're saying, hey, we should we should beat them, and kind of peeking a little bit towards week you know, five and six with, 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 with the Rams and, and, and Philly, and this team comes up and bites you a little bit on the butt?
3: This is your fourth and final preseason game. You can't do that. They, they This team... I would be looking to feast because they averaging giving up 128 yards rushing. Now, Zeke, Pollard, whoever you got running the ball, your little sweeps, your little reverses, single reverses, not double or triple, but your single reverses that you've been having success with, this is a game where you can feast. And they cannot come back. This is a team that said, hey, y'all, I promise you, if you get nine points up, (laughs) we can't come back. Right. And to to ensure that we don't, you got Parsons in the posse. So, Jess, come on, man.
2: Parsons in the posse.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's who they are. Because I don't care how many sacks Mr. Strong get, how many sacks D-Law get, uh, uh, Anthony Barr, uh, uh, Wilson running out of there, uh, Layton. It's one man. If you take him off there, if you take him off of there, yeah.
2: Life's a little bit like, different.
3: Yeah, like I don't know if you ever seen uh the the movie Posse, but you take Jesse out of there, you just got dudes running around again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing that, you know, if I'm Mike McCarthy, if I'm Dan Quinn, I'm I'm preaching all this week. Short week. Right, you don't have that same recovery time. Rest. You don't have that same rest time. You know, things have to get. You know, normally you have that twenty-four hours to kind of celebrate and and, and kind of almost feel yourself a little bit and then put it behind you, and then get to work. But it's been when get right back to work. Um, and and you've seen some guys, Micah, who was dealing with his situation. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. last week he looked tired. In that game, he looked a little bit winded in that game. Uh, D, uh, D Law is coming back from the foot injury. I mean, there are a host of guys who kind of deal with a little bit of everything. But that's my fear. My, my fear is that they kind of look at this game and go, look at these booty juice jokers. No, man. And, no. And, 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 and slip up.
3: Sweat. 19-1. 19. 2019. He's a one. First round pick. First round pick, man. This Davis kid linebacker got uh, he got three sacks, uh, two two against um two versus the Eagles and one against uh, the Lions. So I mean, the dude ain't no joke. They can they can control some games, man. And on, on that back end, they, they, I mean, they ain't the best on the back end, but but they can hold up. And the Cole Holcomb. Is his name the linebacker? Tar-heel. The middle linebacker? Tar Heel. This dude going to try to test Zeke. He's going to try to test uh, Tony Pollard, especially in blitz, coming downhill situations. Because Coach Rivera, I've read some of their little stuff saying, offensively, we're not a wide receiver team. What he's trying to tell his offensive coordinator, uh, Scott Turner, let's get the ball <laughs> to everybody, our tight ends and running backs. He specifically said that I should be waiting tomorrow to say that, but it's on my mind right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Del Rio, I know him personally. He is hot. He don't want this thing coming back to him. That Jack wants this thing to to prosper because Jack always thinking next step. Right. I need another shot at being a head coach. So he knows he needs to clean this defense up. And and I'm telling you, you look at the film, and, and they're playing. They're running to the ball, but it's always after a game. It remind me of two years ago of our defense. It's like they're playing hard, but it's like – if you need third and five, they get third and five. They need, you know, second and seven, they get. And they tackle them right there with an eight yard gain. Right. You know, it's like they're step slower. Now they'll flash, boom, and they'll almost get there. They got a lot of hits on Jalen Hurts this last game. They played fairly well against Detroit, and they really went at uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville is just young and dumb and didn't know no better. I, ain't gonna th- I know what you thought I was going to say. Yeah. But, uh, they didn't Young know no better. And dumb and
4: full of it, baby. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, man, I just – I'm with you, Jess, because I'm scared because when you got those many first-round picks and then they went and got old John Ridgway, yeah, he got guy. some time in the game. I'm like,
2: oh, John Ridgway getting out get here
3: with us. <laughs> you know, we don't have all them first-round picks like that, but yeah. big John can get on the field for us. Well, wow. All
2: right, we'll take, a, we'll take our, our last and final break when we come back. We're going to talk a little bit about this Where's offense. Uh, the Cowboys are going to some young guys in those tight ends. Talk a little bit about CeeDee Lamb. You know, it, it's for me, it's the frustrating part of CeeDee Lamb when you see the greatness, but you also see the inconsistencies. Will he be able to finally kind of put it together and really help this team? And and we'll see what this Cowboys uh, offense can do against against this defense. Um, is is the is the will the clock strike twelve? On Cooper Rush. I don't know. Wow, we'll man. Talk about it. That's ugly, man. Stay right here.
3: I ain't going for boys. that. No, the clock ain't going to
2: strike <laughs> on this man.
4: That's ugly.
1: Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section.
4: For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future
1: All your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com.
0: Back to Hanging
2: with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys. I am Jesse Holly. That is Nate Newton. We are talking about the Cowboys offense versus the Washington Commanders defense as they take the field this Sunday at 12 noon. It's a home game, right? Yes, At AT&T, uh, AT&T Stadium. Make sure you get out there early because uh, – Washington doesn't travel really well, but the Cowboys are excited about this. About the Cowboys fans are excited about this football team. So they get out there early. I'll be at Texas Live. You can come holler at me. Um, you, you guys will be here? Yes. Inside or you guys outside?
3: No, we, we're inside, man. Uh, I don't think they really want to go outside. I think we're going to do something later on in the year over at the stadium. So
2: Okay. Well, I'll be at Texas Live, we, so you can come holler at I'm, me. If you see me, you'll be like yo, hanging with the boys, Judge, what's up? I always show love. Um, don't try to talk to me while I'm on air. People, people always do that. Do people do that to you. Uh, nah, like when they nah. See you, if you do nah. shows that are like like out in the open, nah. I never understand that. Like people will see me on air, talking on air, and they'll be like, "Hey, Jess, what's up, man? Hey, what do you think about?" And I'll be like, "Dude, I'm I'm literally talking about." Football, and if you want to
3: listen, me. I can tell you what you just about yeah. to ask me. <laughs> if you'd have got here earlier, you, you'd have heard with the same thing I just explained.
2: Absolutely, Cowboys offense burst the Commanders defense, and you know we watched the last game, and the first half half-seeding Lamb wasn't the second half half-seeding Lamb, and I I I I call Michael Irvin like the the he is the biggest ambas, ambassador of the '88. Yes. Like I know Dez and I know Drew and but nobody is the bigger ambassador and I tell people this all the time. Michael Irvin needs 88s to stay alive. Yes, he does. Not because he wants all the the 88s to have success. He does. He honestly does. But the 88 staying alive means Michael Irvin name stays alive. And we if you've seen Michael Irvin all this week, he he went to church and he did the he did the whole thing about the 8s meaning Uh, What did he say? He said the eights meaning new life. That's what eight means in the Bible and how he got new life with the eights and been been forgiven and how C.D. Lamb came out that first half and dropped what would have been a wide-open walk-in touchdown pass and had other drops in that first half. And then he came and he had that C.D. drive. He had that drive where he went down there and he made a huge fourth-down catch, made another third-down catch, and then he had – the one-handed grab in the back of the end zone for the touchdown. And 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 some may have called that redemptive and said, hey, all else is good in the land of CD in the land of CD Lamb because he had that drive and it ultimately helped this football team win a game. But as the number one receiver, even when he was the number two receiver, the, the one thing that has been frustrating to me about CeeDee Lamb is those inconsistencies. We've watched him at Oklahoma. We've watched him in practice. We've seen him in games. We'll have some absolutely spectacular plays. And then the ones that he's supposed to make? The ones that will keep the chains moving. Drops. The ones that he's supposed to come in with? The ones that will keep you getting to the red zone. Drops. And now he'll come back and he'll make a play later on, but it's those type of things to me that – disqualifies you from being in that premium wide receiver 1 conversation. Yes. And it's those type of things that have hampered this football team when it mattered the most in the playoffs in, against good division, you know, good opponents whether that be in division or out of division. So when you when you when you're looking at CD Lamb, what what do you call him? Would you call him from your perspective a number one, not because he plays it as a position, but would you consider him being around the players that you've been around in your career and what you've covered see over that, your career?
3: See, that? that's a loaded question. Not a loaded yeah.
2: question. You know that's loaded. Not a loaded question. You uh, Who I play with. Not a loaded question.
3: Did I not play with Mike Irvin? Did we, I not come in on the back of Drew? We, Did I not come in? they come all in on.
2: 88s, right? Yeah. All right, so who better than to talk about the 88s than the person <laughs> that played with both 88s? I, I didn't play with the original 88, but this is – The back end. And, and this is where
3: – we have to give this kid some uh, lead way and, and because— I, asked for a little grace? Yeah, okay, I'm giving it to him because I told you when you was over here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> First chair now. Now we, 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 uh, Everybody don't come into this. Some people have to grow and demand that respect. And CD going to have—I've always said him and Michael Gallup. If Michael Gallup, you come in here and you want to be 1A or 2A or however th- they number y'all, catch the small ball. That's where Michael Irvin and Drew and the big beasts that played with Detroit so many years. Megatron. They caught the small ball, the quick slant. What he did on that fourth down, and that dude almost took his head off, mm-hmm. that was Now you starting to make people say, ooh, okay, that makes people take notice. Yes, that Look over, at there. Wow. The white, man, number one, yeah. the white
2: man, finally late. <laughs> You'll never see that, right? I'll do something like that with coming C, out your mouth. CP time. I was going to call him number one receiver. I was C- even going to come in. Look, the C, look, CP time.
3: Yeah. CP time. Well, you better go hang around these black folk.
5: Hang around these black folks. I, I missed you guys. Up, guys. I, had wow. an- oh, I wasn't going to come by, and I said, nah, I got to see these yeah, guys. But
3: CD, is he's going to have to earn it. He's he's gonna have to take it, and he's gonna have to take it by number one, catching the small balls. That's the balls that move the chains. That's the balls that may, where you may be setting up somebody else for something bigger later on. Mm-hmm. You have to do all that dirty work, and when people when when the team sit, see, sees that and you start showing that now, Tampa just see this is what got everybody. He didn't prove to Tampa that he was the number one. Tampa just said, you know, we're going to make sure that you don't be effective. Let's see what everybody else can do. Now this game here in the second half, if that's the only thing they could see, now they would know they would have to come after him in special situations. Because I don't worry about third and 25. That's a a high-risk play anyway. But third and two, third and four, third and seven, makeable, makeable catches. That's the downs I worry about, Jess. When we just – when we sitting on the 50-yard line and it's third and four and we need to go and we not we can't afford to take that big shot because our defense has been tired, I need you to hook up on this five-yard slant. I need you to hook up and get hit in the ribs.
2: Yeah. And, and, and that's, been, that, that's been one of my criticisms of C.D. Lamb is that if you're going to be the number one receiver, and we look across the league and you see a lot of number one receivers. Right, right. You see Stefan Diggs and and Ooh, pass, passes behind him, passes a high. He yeah. go and gets him. He makes you know, plays. Uh, we saw we saw Cooper Cup in this all year long, triple crown and runner. doing it now and doing mm-hmm. it now. I mean, so there there are a number of examples across the football across the football landscape when you're saying, dude, it's you got to show up. Like number one, you got to show up all the time. There isn't you can't have this. You you can't have those type of mistakes in those in those moments because that could have cost you. That that could have yeah, actually point, cost yeah. you. So when you play these good football teams, those mistakes you may not be able to rebound from. And so, you know, you you know, Kurt, when you when you look at when you look at that, when Dak comes back, you know, is it is it going to be, hey, I gotta force it into CeeDee Lamb or I got to get Michael Gallup going or, you know, anything like that. Like h- how do you think this receiving core is going to be receive once it comes back full strength.
5: Well, I like the idea of you get the ball in your best players' hands. Like Rams get it to Cooper Cup. Everybody right. knows it's gonna to go to him. And so I think you saw that some with, with uh in this last game. I mean, I wanna say outside of uh I think Lamb had what, eight, seven, twelve targets, right. something like right. that. And and Noah Brown had another seven or something like yeah. that. After that, everybody else had one, I think. I mean, aside from the running backs maybe. So
3: Boy, I tell you, he been listening to big news. <laughs> Boy, come on over, Kirk. Come
5: on over, baby. Come on over to the so, fat but side. I, I like the idea. <laughs> I like the idea. I mean, did that second half, Show you that he could be a number one,
2: and that's the frustrating part. Yeah, because you see that <laughs> you said it, up perfect. That's you the frustrating part because you see that you see him have that drive, right, and, right. And like to Nate's point, he had the third, the fourth down catch where the dude almost decapitated him, right. held right. onto the football, had another big play held onto the football. Then he goes in, in the slant, boom, one hand catch for a mm-hmm. touchdown. You're saying, what the hell, CD? <laughs> <laughs> Do this. All, all the time, game long. Yeah, yeah. like don't you? Well, you shouldn't have to have two or three drops to refocus you, or to have that bad stuff happen
5: to refocus you. Is that just being a young guy? Or? Young. No, 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 no. this year, what for him?
3: Three, 30? four, no, no, there's no, no. young is Jalen. No, okay. yeah, okay. Right. yeah. Young,
2: young, is is Houston. Everybody's young. To yeah. man, so. I get it, I get it, but no, like, in football Everybody years, in <laughs> football years, no. No, absolutely not. Like, yeah. especially when this team is dependent on you to be that guy. And oh, course, yeah. Young really went out the window when Mr. Jones said, see you, Mari." Yeah. Hey, yeah.
3: CD. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in here. <laughs> That's
2: really what it came down yeah. to. There, there was a level of we have so much faith in you. Yeah. Despite our personal yeah. beef we got over here with number 19. Yeah. It's on you now. So you, Young mm-hmm. is out the door. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know, but we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens, and we'll see if that if that second half of the game is what kind of ignited the fire in right. Lamb And will he? Because he'll have opportunities in this game. But
5: can I ask you this though? Sure. When he's on the bench, kind of down on himself, do guys? I know some guys supposedly went up to him and said, "Hey, you get your, you know, get right, get back. We still need you." Do guys ever go up and say, "Dude, we you got to catch that"? Oh, cool. Of course. Oh, yeah. But
2: close will
0: yeah,
3: okay. it's close friends, I'll say that. It's close guys. Of, of but of guys course. like me will stay away. Yeah. You know.
2: Of course. Oh, no, Unless it's Michael, like it's Michael Irvin. Unless it's Michael Irvin. I'll yeah. be looking at Mike like,
3: <laughs> yeah. you telling me to block? Yeah. He said, but we had a different relationship right, on our right. team. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah.
2: I, I, I promise you, when they got into that wide receiver meeting room, afterwards, that play came up. Yeah. Jokers yeah. was like, yeah, all right. They let him yeah, have let, it. Yeah, you let guys have it. So, all right, tomorrow we're working on – the booty juice commanders offense, wow, against one of the most, if not the most dominant defense in all. The of most you football.
3: you know what, man? You gotta stop with that old bad criticism. You may crank them dudes up, man. Now listen,
2: if they get cranked up by what I say, they mind in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I ain't gonna do a jack thing on Sunday, but talk my talk. So if they listen to what I say, wow. they, they, they their focus is on They all may be on.
3: listening to you, man. Well, if you're
2: listening to me. You're Commander's not... offense, y'all suck. Yep. Real bad. <laughs> you need to get Who paid more. Suck. They're listening
5: to you. You need to get yeah, paid. Yeah, for more. real,
2: for real. Y'all are y'all <laughs> Nate Newton Gooch. After a no, hundred no, degree day of him Pas- taking a job, Pastor taking a job, Pastor, where are you? Pastor Q, I love you. We'll, we'll hear from you on Friday, but come back with us tomorrow. Cowboys defense, the Booty Juice Commanders offense, and Kurt
3: will show up on time. On hopefully, time. Kurt yeah.
2: will be on time, that, and he'll be. How your at,
3: credit so good? He show up late. <laughs>
2: wow, that's what happened. Your credit good. You can show up late. You can show up whatever you want when you got good credit. I am Jesse Holly. He is Nate Newton. That is Kurt Daniels. Yep. Chris is in the back keeping it down. Bro, that Braille Phyllis. Willie. Brill, if you don't get our stuff up on time, I'm going to have to yeah,
3: Come on, bro. Willie, you're hurting us, man. We're falling in the
2: numbers. Let's go. We got to get Shannon back. Let's
3: you see where our numbers are at. Because we don't yeah, get let's, let's You got to start taking on our numbers. You got to start going to games.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real, man. All right, fellas. We're out of here, man. Same time, same place. Thank tomorrow. you, Chris Beam. Thank you, Chris Beam. Jazzy Problem. Jibs. Jazz oh, Audio. Oh, that's audio. Audio, audio Jazz. We <laughs> love you. Yeah. Hanging with the boys. We out.